This is Better Business Coach, session number 13. This is the Better Business Coach Podcast, your source for critical sales training, proven education, and actionable worksheets, all downloadable for immediate use. We work hard so you don't have to. Now your host, the rapid growth guy himself, Matthew Pollard. Hello everyone and welcome back. This is the second session that you will run through with your client. This is another video session. So if you're listening to it on audio, make sure you don't forget to also listen to it on video and make sure you don't forget to subscribe to it on video as well so that you don't miss out on any of these wonderful sessions. Okay, so this session is specifically designed to uncover the true problems that a business has. Now you may have thought that you did this in the business needs analysis. If you did that a few weeks ago, things change. But secondly, it's designed to much more in depth get to the client's root problem so that you can turn them into a weekly, monthly client. This is designed to turn them into putty in your hands. Let me show you, let's get straight into it. The where is your business now template. And this is a very simple framework, but sometimes, well, a lot of the time, simple is best. As Richard Branson said, any fool can make something complicated. What's hard is making something simple. Now, don't forget as you're going through this that you made a promise as part of your business needs analysis, which we covered in session seven and eight, that you would help them during this session fix what their biggest challenge is, or at least what their biggest challenge was when you had the business needs analysis. So make sure you incorporate that before this template or after this template and the other templates that you're going to be doing as part of your first session. That's right, this is only part of the first paid session that you'll do with a client. And because it's only part of your first session, this template actually focuses again on short and sharp unfreezing, which is what we discussed primarily in session 12, how important unfreezing is to getting people to buy into creating change or deciding that they need to pay for you and engage you to go about doing that. Now, what we're doing in this Where Is Your Business Now template, at least at the start, is reminding them how important working with you is. So we're going to ask a lot of questions about the problems that they're experiencing in their business, again, just so that we can get them to re-unfreeze before we go through the rest of the templates that we will cover as part of the first session. And this will incorporate a group of different templates that I will give to you as we proceed over the coming weeks. Now this is super important that you don't interrogate the customer. Don't dwell on anything. Just ask the questions quickly and then move on to the next one. All you're trying to do is get a quick opinion and decide what to focus your time on. What's the low lying fruit that you can make the customer believe that you are doing the job that you told them you were going to do as part of the business needs analysis. So again, this is about quick, sharp snapshots. What can we fix now? What I always find after doing this worksheet with a client, I feel like I've got them as a long-term client as they really wanna keep going to the next templates, which are the ones that I'll give you over the coming weeks in the, the same session. They're not looking to get away from you at this point. They're looking at, okay, well, we've got you know two hours set aside to do this. Let's really hammer through these other templates because I can really see I've got lots of problems. I wanna get working on this straight away. What you're noticing here is they've embraced the fact that they've got challenges and they wanna fix them. So let's have a quick look at question one. And this is going to look very, very familiar to you. And the question is, 
what are your major challenges at the moment? Now you'll notice we ask this question, and as a matter of fact, you promised to fix their major challenge from the business needs analysis in this session. However, things change every day in a business. Two weeks, which is how long ahead I suggested that you booked this session or your first session, paid session with a client in the business needs analysis, things will change. Two weeks in a small business is a millennium and you need to look at what the current challenges are. It really doesn't matter where they were two weeks ago, everything could be different. Staff may have left and they may have staffing issues, they may have had somebody not pay a bill and now they've got cash flow issues so you need to ask the question again however what I find comes up a lot of the time is cash flow is a major issue I've got money stresses I've got bills coming in I'm really really struggling under the pressure of paying all of these bills the next thing I find comes up a lot is I'm working 90 hours a week how do I stop working so hard and the third one is the staff aren't doing what they're told and they never listen to me and I can't rely on them when you ask this question don't help them just go with whatever they say and dot point down what they say and what you believe the underlying problems are. You're gonna to wanna to talk here, but don't. It's purely an information gathering process because you're gonna use this at the end to fully unfreeze them so that we can proceed into the next documents. You're really just trying to find out what's keeping them up at night. And by talking, you can't hear what they're saying. And again, we spoke about active listening quite considerably in the last sessions. So make sure that you listen to what their core challenges are. If you interpret, if you help, if you suggest, you're not going to come up with the underlying problems and pinpoint exactly what you can do to fix. This is really an exercise in active listening. So let's scroll down to question two. So here what we're trying to do is we want people to rate as in great, needs attention or bad for each one of these key areas. What you'll notice from these key areas is we've really broken it into departments or silos if you like. And again, this is their perception. So just go with it. You're gonna want to chime in. You're gonna wanna say something. You're gonna wanna challenge them every step of the way here. However, this is not in your benefit. What you're really trying to do is get an understanding of where they are currently at. And as their awareness grows in the future, they'll realize that things that they perceived as good perhaps aren't as good as they thought they were. However, for now, they're still going to talk about the specific things that they think are bad, and you can work on that because these are the things that they'll see as you creating good change. What we wanna focus on here though is a pure scaling exercise. We wanna focus on a one to 10 scaling and stay as detail free as possible for now. Don't forget, we're gonna get our hands dirty real soon. But again, we're unfreezing. We wanna hear what they have to say. We're gonna be telling them lots in the future. We want them to believe that we completely understand their problem before we start telling them how to fix it. What we're really focusing on here is just a general feel. So numbers is all you really need. You don't need all of the detail. Unfortunately, what you'll find is a lot of people can't tell you a number without telling you a story. This isn't a bad thing. A lot of people, as we spoke about, want to discuss their problems, they want to vent. And sometimes they'll pay you as a coach just to be their sounding board or just to be their shoulder to cry on. So don't shut them off, 
listen to what they have to say, but keep directional because if you let them go too long, they'll get to the end of the session and they'll say, well, we didn't really cover anything. Maybe this coaching is a waste of time. So again, some people can't give a number without telling a story, but what you really need to do is listen for a period of time and then direct them to giving you a number. Other people will just give you a number and you can move straight on, which is ideal. So let's have a quick look at these specific departments or silos. So the first one is finances, and this is gonna really highlight cash flow, issues with money, all that sort of thing. And again, all we're trying to do here is get a number. We're gonna talk in more detail in the next question. So realistically, are my finances great? Are my finances bad? And this is gonna be a big one that says, I need attention or they're bad. Customer service, on the other hand, which is the next one, you'll find that everyone will say it's great. And you'll know that they're wrong. However, again, you just have to go with what they say at this point. The next one, internal processes, you'll find people won't understand what that means. And when you start saying, do you have procedures for marketing, collection, accounts, staffing, hiring, all sorts of things about basically everything you do in an organization, what they'll say is what, I need to have procedures for this. And this will highlight the fact that they have no succession planning in place. And all of a sudden they'll realize that they don't have procedures for these things. And that's a big problem for a business. This is going to be one of those big, I don't understand that I have a problem and you're really unfreezing them to the fact that they do. But at this stage, when we say internal processes, they'll say, what do you mean? Most of my processes are great. And you can say something like, do you have procedure manuals for marketing, collections, accounts, staff, that sort of thing? And they will say, oh, well, no, I don't have that. And you can say, well, okay, I'm gonna flag it as a bad at the moment. I'll explain to you why that's so important later down the track. And they'll then agree and you can move on. Employee performance, as we said, quite frequently, they will say that this is a problem for them. They can't get staff to be accountable. They can't trust them to do things. They'll highlight a bunch of problems and you'll find that if they do have staff problems, they won't be able to just give you a number. They'll wanna to talk to you about the story. Marketing and sales, you'll find people usually say that these are bad and that they need attention. What people quite oftenly will do though is group them like I just did together. And marketing and sales are very, very separate things. For instance, most people get me in to coach them on rapid growth and assume I'm going to talk to them purely about sales and how to get more clients, when really I take them back to the marketing and look at how they can differentiate their products and services, how they can find new niches of willing to buy customers well before we even talk about the sales system because those messages flow into the sales system. But again, most people incorporate the two together. This isn't an education session. At the moment, we're just trying to figure out where they're at. So they may rate them both as need attention. They, they may rate them both as bad. And that's fine. We can just accept that and then we can move on to the next question. So let's scroll down now to the final question. And what this really is, is it says, if the ratings are need attention or bad, write down dot points of what you've noticed in these areas. So this question, really what you're doing is if it says needs attention or bad, you're gonna write down in dot points what you've noticed. And this is an involvement process about what things they say they're struggling with and what things you've noticed as a result of that. So you can say, okay, so in finances, you said that they're bad. What about them are bad? And then what you wanna do is absolutely go into silence and allow them to speak. We covered this in session nine, active listening. We talked about this in detail. If you don't 
take a second and pause to give them the opportunity to calculate their thoughts and give you a well thought out answer, you're doing yourself a disjustice because you're not getting to the real problem. So create that silence and give them as long as they need to answer that question. Then what you'll find is for finances, for instance, they'll say something like cash flow is a problem. What you'll realize out of that is they don't have regular reports. And the other thing that you'll see is if there's no money in the bank, it's quite often a cause of lots of other things that result in no money in the bank. And you can start to highlight, maybe it's employees, maybe it's customer service, maybe it's poor sales. Again, you're not telling them this, this is just you writing things down so that you can talk about them in a second. I'm not gonna spend any time on the next one, which is customer service, just because most clients at this stage will say that it's fantastic. So let's just assume that they have done that in this case. Internal processes, again, a lot of people will just say, what, do I need to have these things? And they won't have any idea what you're talking about. And this will require extra explanation. But again, just dot point the fact that they have said that and you can move on. So the next one, employee performance. They'll say things like, I'm not getting what I want out of them. They're not reliable. And you just dot point all these things down. Again, all we're doing is data collecting at this stage. So marketing, we're then talking about, are you getting the word out? Is it working? Sales, are you getting enough at the right price? So many people are getting lots of sales, but they're barely making a margin and that's why their profits are low. Other people are making sales, making huge margins, but don't get enough customers. And this is a major problem also. So again, all we're doing is we're highlighting specific problems that we can talk about later. And now that we've completed this and we've got all of these dot points down, we're going to bring them back to their major challenge and how it's connected to all of these specific things that they've rated as need attention or bad. And then all of the dot points in question three about the specific things that they've highlighted and things that we've noticed. So again, a lot of the time it's going to be, I'm working too hard, I'm working 90 hours a week. I never have any money in the bank, cash flow is an issue. Staff never seem to do what I say. They never seem to hold themselves accountable. If I'm not there, they won't work. And all of these things we can link back into. But let's say they say one of their major challenges is cash flow. And we find that they say that the staff don't hold themselves accountable. They don't do the work as effectively as I do. So I'm always having to do things myself. You can link this back to cash flow and say, Due to this, you're not getting the cash flow that you need because you're paying all of this money for staff and you will by now know those numbers pretty well about what they're paying staff. And you can say, you know, you've got five staff that you're paying $50,000 a year each. That's $250,000. And you're saying they're only operating at about half effectiveness. That basically means that you're throwing away $125,000 a year and you can't rely on them, which means you've got to be here. So what we really want to do is we want to focus on making sure that these staff are A, accountable, and B, as productive as possible, so we can double the amount of workload that we give them before we need to hire yet another staff member. Plus, we need to make sure that they're accountable so that you can actually take some time off so you don't have to be in your business 90 hours a week. So all of a sudden, what we're doing is we're transitioning that we may be costing you know, $600 an hour, or as we just spoke about in session 13, you may be charging for an entire package, maybe you're charging $3,000, and straight away, the low-lying fruit that we've just highlighted is $125,000 saving. Do you think that they're going to feel that they're getting their money's worth? Of course they are. This is such a wonderful unfreezing document. I focused on customer service once with a client that was an electrician, and he simply said to me that he was getting 
at least one referral per time he was out delivering a service to a customer, yet his staff never seemed to get a, a referral. And once we calculated how much money originated from those referrals, he realized that all of a sudden he was losing something like $70,000 per staff member that went out that wasn't him in lost business. It didn't take much for him to say, okay, we need to focus on this. We need to get it fixed. What can we do to start making this change? And from my point of view, that was guaranteed coaching for at least two months because we had to A, unfreeze the staff to the fact that they needed to change, B, make the change, and C, refreeze them to the fact that they now were doing this new process and they had to get referrals and that was part of their job. That was two full months and it came out of something as simple as that. And then all of a sudden from that, the next time that we went through this process, they found that all of a sudden they were getting all of these referrals. Now they had all these issues with debt collection and we had to talk to them about getting money up front and then we had a whole new group of sessions available. So this will always work with transitioning a customer from, okay, I've got a challenge to, okay, let's work together to fix it. And what you'll find is very quickly as you go through just the numbering system in question two and move into question three, you'll see that they're starting to get antsy and they wanna move in to the next form to actually start fixing things and identifying how to fix things. So this is a hugely beneficial worksheet to re-unfreeze them to the fact that changes are needed to motivate them to move forward into the next and the next and the next sheet. This should really only take about half an hour, maybe 40 minutes of the two hour session. However, it's enough to motivate them to be as interested as possible in all of the other sessions as opposed to shirking, if you like, and not being that interested and really still questioning you about whether or not they paid this money for a good reason as opposed to just got themselves convinced last time and they can't remember quite why that was. So this form or this template will take them from why exactly did I want coaching again to that's right, let's get started and then you move into the next templates and that's why this form is so, so exciting to work with at the start and even though it covers off on a couple of these other challenges that we discussed in business needs analysis, they're going to bring out different problems. You're doing it in a different way. And if you ask a question in three different ways, you're gonna get three different answers. And each one of those is going to give you additional problems that you can work on as a coach over the long term. So this template is available at matthewpollard.guru forward slash BBC 013. So please take a second to go there and download that template. Okay, everyone, I hope you got a lot out of that and I hope you can see just how transitionary this is for any client. It's really going to take them from saying, I'm not sure if I have a problem to, can we get started, what's the first step? And depending on your skill, you will either transfer them into a paid client straight away, month by month, week by week, year by year, whichever one works best for you, or into one paid client for one other session where I will show you how to transfer them into a continuous client. But I hope you got a lot out of this session. If you liked what you listened to or what you saw, depending on whether you're listening to the video or the audio podcast, if you haven't subscribed to both, make sure that you do so because there's a lot more available in audio and also to make sure you don't miss out on any of the video content where I run through these amazing worksheets. However, if you got a lot out of this content, I'd really appreciate you reviewing it on iTunes and providing the star rating you think it's worthy. Thank you very much again for your time and I look forward to seeing you in the next session.
Thanks for listening to the Better Business Coach Podcast. Head over to matthewpollard.guru for links, recaps, and any downloadable templates mentioned in this and every show. Also, if you've not already rated our new podcast in iTunes, we'd love your support. Simply leave a review and the star rating you think worthy. Hey, and don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. Thank you in advance and see you next time.